Blog Radio. Did you see the hot dog vendor of the day today, folks? Wow. These folks know how to shine. I love their tops. If you didn't see it, head on over to Facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. Check it out because it is a kick-butt outfit that these folks wear, and I love it. Um, Let's see. Old Ron sent in a picture and details how he can light up his cart cheap and on a budget. I'll be sharing that on the blog and on the show notes for this show. Bob had some celebrity visitors. Ken wants to know about the Institute for Justice PDF, and we have a question about working events tonight. Of course, you can call in and ask a question, share a tip, or just sing a song. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host, with important guests, and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Ben'sCarts.com, whiskey by the jug and donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training. Earn points and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. Well, let's see, folks. I'm glad you're with us tonight. Um, Bob had some just unbelievable visitors at his um, hot dog cart. He was working a Gander Mountain location, and the Swamp People celebrity showed up. Um, He says these guys were awesome. He sent in pics, and I'll add those pics up when I do the show notes for the show. Let's see here. Um, and, and I gotta say, Bob's setup is sexy. Um, wait till y'all see that. That is a really, really nice setup and I'm impressed. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to try to do here is let me see if I can pull this off real quick. I'm going to show y'all a picture of this, um, the celebrities. Let's see. Hopefully that worked. Can you see that, Jason? I can see if I can't tell who they are. Uh, well, just take my word for it. It's the swamp people, celebrities. Um, <laughs> in the middle is um, Bob and his wife. And let's see here. Bring us back online here. I wanted to also tell you about... Um, Ken um, wrote in and asked about the the Institute for Justice. He's he's dealing with a, a you know a crazy town that wants to restrict vendors, and so he wanted to present them with some information. He's got a meeting with the police commissioner, 
And so I figured we'd um, hook him up with that PDF link. Um, you, remember, folks, you can always go to the blog and type in some keywords and find these things. But um, what I did is made a special short link this time. So you can go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash IJ, the letter I and the letter J. And that's it. That will open up the article we did most recently and we'll give you links to other places. You can even get those free stickers over there at IJ and check those out. Now, let's see. I have lost my spot here. Okay, um, Ken, I hope that helps. If um, You should be able to download it straight from the page there. Um, that's learnhotdogs.com and then forward slash IJ. Also, be sure to pick up your free stickers. I know that I mentioned that, but it's, the link is there so that you can get your legalized street food stickers. Those look cool, and I think um, I think you'll like those. Plus, it helps um, show that you're part of the movement, and you can put this on your card or car or stick one on your forehead and wear it around all day. We here at Hot Dog Vendor Radio would like to welcome all street food vendors. We promise we won't point fingers and make fun of you if you don't sling a weenie or two. And we won't make fun of you if you don't have your hands on an ample supply of hot steamy buns. We love all street food vendors, and that's why we're here. So come one, come all. Join us live every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. for HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You'll be glad you did. We promise. You show up to our show, and we'll make you happier than a woodpecker in a lumberyard. Well, folks, I I don't know if you saw last week I did a, a special like um, article on the blog at LearnHotDogs.com about Halloween and how you can double your money through October by using some of the tips and tricks that other vendors are using for this time of year. So you may want to check out that and see um, see if you can use any of those tips. And I'd love it if you do to share them with us and let us know how successful you were with them. Every year, a lot of vendors do it. And October is known among a lot of vendors to be a very lucrative month. Even though it's cold, there's still people out doing the corn mazes, still people out in pumpkin patches, and all kinds of events during the Halloween season. That article should be the first one that shows up unless you're listening to this late, and then it could be the 80th down the page. Um, I want to see. Let's see. I'm going to move on to some questions, but first I want to um, catch up with you, Jason. Um, of course, if you are listening in and would like to call in and ask a question, share a tip, you can always dial 424-258-9364. Press option one and you'll be connected directly to us. Um, tell us how your week went, Jason. Uh, it was pretty good till, uh the weekend. I had an event and kind of got shoved over in a corner and this transient vendor got right up the front of the street there. All I heard for the weekend was, oh, man, I wish I would have known you were here. Oh, we couldn't find you, so we ate over there. Oh, we just ate those junk dogs, man. I wish I knew you were here. Look at that menu. Wow, why didn't we wait? (laughs) So, see, it happens to everybody. You know, and this is my hometown. And, uh, you know, the girl said to me, uh, I said, you know, I can't be doing this if you're going to put me back here and hide me by these you know, behind these tents, and uh, let me try, I'm trying to sign back in here, those damn plug-ins, and I said, well, you know, I can't do this event if you're going to put me down there, she goes, oh, all right, I guess we'll put you down as a goner, I'm like, oh, really, 
So in the same breath, she says to me, well, you're coming back for the car show, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. I walked away. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, they, they whore it out, basically, and they don't care at what cost or who it costs. They don't understand how much it costs individual vendors to and time and money to prepare for something like that. And and then it ends up hurting everyone instead of um, making the right kind of money that it could. I'll tell you what, some of the trucks I saw, oh, some of the trailers and things I saw were just unfrickin' believable. Really not? No, disgusting. Really disgusting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, uh, one of my regular customers found me, and right before he found me, he, you know, said he got tired of looking for me, so he got a crab cake at this guy's stand, and apparently he's allergic to eggs. So he says to the guy at the crab cake stand, do you have any egg in your crab cake? Guy says, I don't know. He walks over with his gloved hand, puts it in the trash can, and pulls out a box from Costco <laughs> and read the ingredients. So, you know, stuff like that, watching them cook uh, chicken fingers early in the morning on a skewer in a basket out on an open table in the sun. And then when somebody ordered it, they picked them up, put them back in the fryer, and served them. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, that, those were just the highlights, but... Wow. You know, nasty, dude. That's unreal. How about you? How was your week? I had a good week. You know, I went to Charlotte and um, got back, and that's why we couldn't do the Sunday show, but everything's um, looking up from here. It's um, getting a lot colder, I've noticed. Yeah. And uh, well, We had a hot weekend. It was hot and steamy here. Snake <laughs> man. There's Mr. Doug's dogs. Um, hey guys. Hey. Well, t tell us, tell us, give us an update on these swooper flags you've been bragging about. <laughs> I don't know if it's a swooper flag or if it's just because they. I do an event every year for the Christian Giles Foundation, which is a, a local foundation that helps uh, teachers get um, supplies that they need to teach the kids, and so the kids don't have to beg for the stuff. And uh, this year they did it in a, in a different location than they did last year. And I put my swooper flag up, and I doubled what I did last year and the year before. Oh. So I don't know if it's a swooper flag or if it's the location. And uh, But I was give out Saturday night by the time I got through. That they, sounds uh, fantastic. You're talking about food trucks, Jason. They, they had one food truck there that was doing... Um, Greek food, but it was it was off the chain. It was probably a hundred fifty thousand dollar truck loaded with every kind of equipment you can name, and uh, had three guys. I tell you how big it was. It was three guys operating it, and wow. that's a big truck to me. But um, I did real good. I can't complain at all. I had a good weekend. Uh, made a little money. Had a good time, and. Uh, but I, I went through five and a half cases of water oh, at that man. one event, and uh, I don't know even how many drinks I went through, but uh, I know I went through five and a half cases of water because I had to go buy some more. And uh, but other than that, then we got our. You're talking about being busy. Um, I'm booked all the way up to November, 
and just about every weekend. And next, this coming weekend, we've got a festival that we're doing, and it's going to be um, uh, it's one of my biggest events. It's like a all day and half the night event. So they got a street dance and bands and alcohol and all that good fun stuff. Wow. And uh, I people talk about getting locations. Uh, I set up at my new location in front of the laundromat in town. And uh, the guy that owns the electric company across the street who has a huge parking lot, he comes over and gets two sausage dogs and said, oh, by the way, you don't have a lot of room over here. So if you want to set up across the street, all you got to do is move your card over there. I won't charge you anything. Oh, my and, goodness. That's perfect. So I guess I'm just lucky. Can't beat that, man. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, well, I, none, of, none of my spots, I don't have to pay anything. I might buy them, a, you know, like the people that work in the store at one location, I'll buy them a hot dog or uh, give them a big dog or something like that. But, uh, you know, other than that, there's really no charge that anybody charges me. And uh, the health department allows me to have, I actually have have four locations now. And uh, so, well, and, and I'm way too busy. Yes, I think that's what I'm, I'm probably going to have to slow down next year because I'm working too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, while, while we've got you on the phone and Jason, I want to read a question that we got. It says, I have been contacted this week for a 25-person catering job. I'm going to move this over so I can read it easier. Um, this job is about a half an hour away. There's going to be other food there, but the guy wants me to do chips, hot dogs, and sausages. I am okay with it, but I have no idea what to charge him. I am guessing by looking at cost and such, but this is for a three-hour party, five to eight. I have nothing else to do during that time, but also do not want to overcharge or undercharge. It sounds like it... It's something I could do by myself with my cart, cook 20, 30 dogs at a time, and replace you stock as I go. This is a very affluent neighborhood. Any guesstimates? How many people is it? 25? Yeah. That's not a lot. I'm thinking, yeah. when I first saw yeah. that, you know, I, I immediately I thought, well, I wouldn't go. I mean, yeah. that's like a child's birthday party where you could show up for 30 minutes, maybe, charge them $200 for, you know, you cooking. 50 hot dogs, but I mean, the most hot dogs he could possibly do, he said there's other food there, is is everybody ate two, let's say. You're still only looking at 50 dogs. It's not really worth even doing cleanup unless they're going to pay you a $200 just flat fee, you know, and well, and I wouldn't stay there for three hours either. No, I, I give them an hour, charging 200 bucks, call it happiness. What I do is uh, I just t normally tell them $6 a person and then a $25 setup fee plus tax. And uh, and then just multiply six times 25. Yeah, you know, you know, 150 bucks or something. Yeah. yeah, 150 plus the 25. So he's at 175. You said 200. And yeah. you got a 30 minute drive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I, yeah. More than likely, they're going to opt for you not to come for two hundred bucks. But if it's an affluent neighborhood, they may like it. You know. I got a call today for Amerigas, and the girl's talking to me. And lunch, it's like the first Friday in November for three hundred to three fifty. And uh, you know, I checked with her what she wanted. Got one exotic, it's one dogs and stuff. 
So I quote her out at seven bucks a person. And, uh, you know, dog, chip, soda, and uh, cover myself for the, you know, the exotic topics and stuff. And at first she was a little hesitant. I said, well, you know, go ahead and call around with some caterers, see what you get. She called back. Yeah, we'll be out Thursday with paperwork to talk with you. Okay. Right. You're not going to find a caterer for three to 350 for seven bucks a head. No, most of them are going to be minimal. You know, they're going to, they're going to have a minimum of three to 400 bucks. Well, most companies have a, a set amount that they'll pay for whatever catering. It, normally, it's like $7 for sandwiches and uh, $10 for hot meals. Right. Most corporations I deal with, and uh, they, I have a lot of them. That, and I did an event uh, this year, matter of fact, and the girl, when I started quoting her the prices, she actually looked at me and she said, I don't really care how much it costs. Just don't run out of food. And I went, okay, <laughs> I can do that. And uh, so I fed them until they got tired of eating. And uh, then handed them my credit card, or they handed me their credit card, and I billed them. And, uh, but, yeah, a, a big event like that, I would charge uh, at least $7, you know, a person. Right. Uh, and but up there in Pennsylvania, you get a lot more pricing than we do down here in the South. You know, we're poor down here. Yeah. You ever been to <laughs> South Beach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> My daughter was a model, and she lived on South Beach for six months when wow. she was fifteen. Wow, that's a dangerous <laughs> place for a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's tough, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she she modeled in Miami, uh, Atlanta, New York, and uh, did a few magazines and a, a few little good things. <laughs> she must have got her looks from her mom, huh? She did. Yeah, she takes up her daddy. I've seen I've seen her mom and her dad, and I can tell you, she definitely got them from her mom. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of her one day. <laughs> I have got a um, uh, this this question has come in and come in over the last three weeks. We've talked about this um, a couple times, and it's about buying used carts. And I guess I need to cover this part of it. Um, you know, obviously, you can go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash used or click on the classified section. You can list stuff there for free. You can check out the used carts. Wait, there's, there's wait stuff. A <laughs> you you sell used carts? Yeah, yeah, we build used carts from scratch. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, tell me something like you ship worldwide. <laughs> no, we don't do that. We just uh, we just ship within a ten mile radius. Um, okay. <laughs> Man. Well, um, but but the question that I've gotten recently, and this is this is three or four times in the last week, is somebody has bought a cart. Um, hadn't seen that video that I did telling them all the things to look out for. It's not that they got a bad deal, but they got a cart with no paperwork. And so they have no way to tag it, no way to register it, no way to legalize that cart. Well, in a lot of states, that's a requirement. You could get away with it in Tennessee. There's a few other states you can get – well, I think there's two other states you can get away with it. But the rest of the states require you to have a tag on that cart. It's a it's it's part of the DMV. That's why they're approved through the Department of Transportation. Um, what did you say, Jason? 
Well, it's part of the motor vehicle code here. Yeah. So, so you how's need. That, how's that e-cigarette? Is it charged yet? Yeah, this this is um the new version. You have to light these suckers, and um. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a call from a guy today. He had watched the first ever one of our, te- you know, our shows, the recordings from it. And he goes, you need to quit smoking right now. That was the first thing out of his mouth. Um, so, Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. um, <clears throat> anyway, we, um, the, here, I'm going to tell you the loopholes. And, and this is not legal advice, but I'm going to tell you what some other people have done and found it effective. I'm not going to tell you it's right. I'm not going to tell you to do it because I don't know what the legal ramifications are, but let me tell you what you can do. First of all, you can avoid it all by watching that video. It's free. If you didn't watch the video and you end up with a cart and you don't have paperwork and there's no way to get the paperwork, if he never registered, if the previous owner never registered the cart, you can't go apply for a lost title. So you can hope that they registered it, then you can apply for a lost title. But if they didn't ever title it, like let's say you bought it from somebody out of Tennessee and we don't require it. They may have never titled it, lost the paperwork to it. You can't get new paperwork for it. So how do you get it registered? Um, I'm going to tell you what um, some local criminals that I know did. <laughs> they, um, they went to their local Harbor Freight or um, Northern Tool, and it doesn't even have to be local. You can get online and order a trailer, one of the small Little trailer should cost you about 260 bucks. Sometimes they do free shipping on them. It's going to come with a new certificate of origin and a VIN plate, which can be taken off that trailer and put on yours. And usually it's going to be one or two manufacturers that manufacture those. So if you can find who manufactured yours, you can search that online and go, oh, Harbor Freight sells that, and go buy it, and then you'll have a duplicated you know, title. So then you take your certificate of origin to your DMV or to your clerk of courts or to your tag office, whatever it's called in your state and town, and you can register it then. Uh, short of that, there is another loophole, but it's a little more tricky. And this loophole is take any identification off of it, and now it's a home built. In Tennessee, as long as it's safe and roadworthy, you can get a title. So what you can do is take it by, they may tell you to take it by the DMV and somebody will walk out and make sure the brake lights work on it and that it um, has DOT approved tires and rims, which will be stamped on the tires and rims either way. And then you just go and get your um, your tag. Once you get that certificate of approval, on roadworthiness, then you can go get it. Those are the only two options I know to get around this issue. It's still a pain in the butt. It's a lot of work, and it's easily avoided if you watch that video at learnhotdogs.com forward slash used. Wait, you have videos on there? Well, I, I just put up my first one. Okay. I was going to say, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I have... um. I mentioned in the email that I sent out today about the show that I had um, ticked off somebody, um, and I'm going to share that with you on the blog this week. Um, be sure to catch that. It may entertain you. Um, and 
In the meantime, let me run over here and catch a call. 812 is the area code. Welcome to Street Food Vendor TV and Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're live. Uh, howdy, uh, Ben. This, this is Ronnie. Ronnie. Oh, my goodness, Ronnie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, uh, I won I your... Won uh, your uh, hang on. Hang on. Let, let me get rid of it. You won the okay, cash crowd so part so two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. I have, I have a memory like a steel trap. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. I tell you, I tell nothing you, gets in, in with in. me. I don't see how you do that. But I want to tell you, that thing works on her brain. I bounce this thing all up and down, 64, 4, 5, 7, 5, and 10, and 3, and it just and runs it like a champ. Like <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, to hear it. I, I, yeah, it's yeah, great. great. I love it. I love it. And, uh, and uh, I, uh, I've got a daily spot that uh, I started out maybe maybe probably six months ago, ago and it just and never it really never panned out. Now I kept trying I kept different trying things. But my big thing was I kept doing events throughout the season and all. But, uh, but uh, I would, I would, I, I, I picked I, up another, I, another, uh, another uh, spot, spot, and I swear I, I, swear I had no I had idea it, it, it had to be the location. It's all about all location. Because this other this place, place, I never broke a hundred butt. butt. I tried, I tried everything, everything I could think, I could think of. of. And, uh, and uh, my very my first day over at this new place, I did 193. Oh, my goodness. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it just keeps creeping up a little bit each week. I mean, just just small bit, but 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 I'm getting it up. But but the reason I called is I read your your last email about doubling your income in October with these Cormay stuff. And I and I Jason talk about about how how when you approach these people, don't talk to them and immediately go to them and start talking about how much so, yeah, I, so I, I, I shot him I a shot new mail, and I, I took the I approach that Jason that you well, that y'all had, uh, had suggested. Yes, told him that uh, uh, I've got some, I've got a couple of spots around town, and I'd be happy to put their advertising on my car. I'd also be happy to recommend them to my my regulars and learn a little bit more about them so I can talk about them while I'm getting their food together. And, and I'd be happy to provide a service for their customers while they're standing there and freezing in line. I could get some hot chocolate, hot dog, dog, that kind of thing. Right. I was like, hey, I got this I got email, email back from them, from and they're thanking me for my offer. Things like, how much do you charge to come out and set up? I had no idea. So, so I told him that if I was guaranteed a $200 bill, then I would waive my setup fee. I really thought that this would be like the beginning of the negotiation, and it was just, sure, that sounds good to us. So I was so amazed. Well, but, I took. But I want to thank both of y'all for that advice. It's excellent advice. I took my daughter to a corn maze last night. That is excellent, Ronnie. And we were. Um, I went up and while I was waiting on her to come out, I had come back to pick her up, and I talked to the manager there, and I said, "How many people have y'all run through here? It looks busy. They have a three parking lots in the field just for parking." 
and they had nine kids by the road dressed up as ghosts and goblins just flagging people into the place. And it's $10 a head to walk through this cornfield. And they've got hunter's blinds stand, standing up on big stilts, you know, the stilted hunter's blinds. And that way kids get lost or there's a problem, they can see it. They're kind of like the overwatchers. And that way if somebody freaks out or gets scared or, you know, pees their pants, whatever. Um, so, the, and apparently they don't watch close enough. My daughter came out with a hickey. She says from a horn uh, on the cob at her, and uh, and so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. And but anyway, I asked the manager, and he told me that um, just yesterday they had over 300 people go through. Well, those are all people. Now, a lot of times the parents are there, and I didn't ask him, so I was a parent there. So how many parents are there standing around with their thumbs up their butt waiting on their kids to come out with a hickey on their neck? And so um, (laughs) the next time she goes, it's going to be with a chastity belt and a Rottweiler. Um, Oh, hell (laughs) yeah. So anyway, you, you figure there's at least one parent per child, that's 600 people. And I'm thinking that anybody should be doing this this time of year. You should be at a pumpkin patch or a or a corn mate. You've got to do this. I agree. So when I, I go, agree. When go, and I didn't and think I did. about what you just said there with the, the, the parents standing around and waiting around for the kids, kids because, because uh, uh, that's, an that's, an point. Point. that's an excellent that's point. point. And if he did and 300 he did yesterday, then I wonder what he's going to do like the weekend of the 18th or the weekend of the 25th. Jason, what what are those things you carry coffee in? Those um, they're like AirPods. AirPods. If if you're wise, take coffee in AirPods or hot chocolate in AirPods, and and be sure to feed the people. Now, in your situation where they're asking you how much you're going to charge, I'd tell them nothing. I'd say, listen, I'm I'm not going to charge you. Let's just test it, test the waters this weekend. And try it that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if it does good, don't charge them. If it doesn't do good, don't charge them and leave. You know, it, either way, yeah, you're yeah. making them feel like you're doing them a favor, and you did that exactly right. I'm impressed that it was via email, and it worked. I would I say it was uh, that was the only way uh, contact that they had, because I would much prefer to you know, stop by and see somebody or uh, – or speak with them on the phone, but uh, but yeah, it yeah. Was, that's excellent advice. If you just approach it and just kind of control that conversation and let them know that this is what you're willing to do for them, then they seem very appreciative. Well, Jason, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to tell her um, I would take coffee in one and hot water in the other. This way, you can do tea, coffee, or hot chocolate. You know, I thought about doing uh, 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 AirPods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I was thinking about, uh, well, no, I don't have an AirPods, Cambro. It's a three-and-a-half-gallon Cambro. And I'll do uh, coffee in that, and then a ladle hot chocolate. 
But I was but thinking, I what do y'all think about just a hot cider? And I was thinking, even if I don't sell a lot of it, if I got if I, uh, cinnamon stick thrown in there, a little fresh grated nutmeg, and that's wafting through the air, I think that might, might do a little do a little to help bring a few more people over. I mean, what do you think of that? Well, you can, if it's just for the smell... Um, grab mm-hmm, you some mm-hmm. cinnamon sticks and some water and put in one of your pots on the on the burner um, and put cinnamon sticks, uh, a couple little sprigs of um, clove, and oh yeah, and, oh yeah, and it will create a, a nightmare of a smell that every it makes my mouth water when I smell it. I can go to my mom's house anytime during the the holidays and she has that on the stove, and so it smells like she's cooking but she ain't and. <laughs> <laughs> she I have done that same thing. That's a really good idea. I think I will do that. Yeah. I'll tell you something, hey guys, that yeah. I do at uh, special events like that is nachos. It's uh, got a heck of a markup. They, oh, I think yeah. it's, yeah. it costs about forty-two cents a, an order for me to fix them, and I sell them for three dollars. Mm-hmm. And there's not going to be a health inspector there if that's a worry. Um, you can probably true, go to anything there, and and nachos. Kids would love to walk around the corn maze with a bag of nachos, um, <clears throat> eat them like that. That's brilliant. And and I got That's a, a really uh, good idea. I got a cheese pump. It is it, and I got it pretty cheap. But uh, I do hot water on one side and cheese on the other side, and um, then I take hot uh, hot chocolate packets, a cup. I bought a case of cups at Sam's. And I don't give them a lid. They don't need a lid. And just uh, one pack of uh, hot chocolate, a little water, that's a dollar. Next. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do lids. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I think uh, those are all great ideas and tips, and I really appreciate it. And I'm going to go ahead and get off here and let somebody else get a chance to get in. And once again, thank you so much for all you do, Ben, and all you guys. I appreciate all of you guys. After all, all stay stay on the phone, though, just for a second. Um, Jason wanted to share something else with you. One other thing you can do is um, apples. You cut them into wedges, drop them in a bowl. So they point out, ladle hot caramel in the middle, whipped cream, chopped peanuts. You can kill with that. This is a great idea. They to dip in the caramel while they're standing in line. And then by the time they get up front, it's gone. They dump it in the trash and go. That's excellent. That is a great idea. That is a great idea. Or make candy apples or caramel apples at home. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're commissary. Commissary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. But yeah, that is an excellent idea. Yeah. Thank you Thanks very much. Very I appreciate that. Yeah, Ronnie, thanks for y'all calling me. Have a great night. night. <laughs> and I'll 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 here when y'all know how it's going. Yeah, send us a picture too, Ronnie. Okay, I will. Okay. I will. I'll get a couple of pics of it. Thanks a lot, man. All right, bye. 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 Hey, where's Flipper tonight? Um, I don't know where Flipper is, and I haven't seen Corey. And you know these part-time radio professionals. Um, you just can't, you just can't rely on them. We're gonna have to doctor pay. Probably didn't send him his paycheck. 
Did you see that picture of us driving the bus? Yeah, that was hilarious. You know, you don't throw that in the bus. Like, no, it's called selective selective volunteerism. (laughs) Jason, do you remember the TV show called Flipper? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you were that old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We were, I remember it well. Um, let's see. I'm going to take a short commercial break. We've got, um, and we'll come back and answer callers if, if they'd like. Um, you can dial in at 424-258-9364. We'd love to have you on the show. Share something with us. Um, give us a good tip or sing us a song. Anything you want to do. If not, um, Doug's dog's going to sing something when we get back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you ever seen those hot dog vendors with the hinge pan lids? Well, Ben has them now. They're over at Ben'sCarts.com in the accessory store. These aren't your run-of-the-mill pans either. Ben wanted to make a pan that would last as long as your cart would, so he used the thickest gauge stainless steel pans on the market. Yep, you can buy cheaper versions, but you can't buy better ones. These are for the seriously busy hot dog vendors and built to last, and you can get them only over at Ben'sCarts.com. Folks, this is Rob Harper with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Just a quick reminder that Hot Dog Vendor Radio is a live radio show. Without call-ins, there ain't no show. So hide your face, pick up your phone, and give us a call. You can use your real name, you can use your stage name. We aim to please, so we don't really care. The only stupid questions are the ones that are not asked. So dial 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. Get your groove on with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. He's busier than a one-armed monkey with two peckers. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Got a question about hot steamy buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364. For the latest tips and tricks in the world of oiners, that's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live, one-on-one to Ben. Sunday night, 8.30, Eastern Standard Time. HDVR, hot, steamy buns. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. We are back, and I'm glad you're joined with us. Um, I think there's still some issues with my setup here. I changed around some things. Jason says the um, the bottom. Um, let's, yeah, I guess it's my banner at the bottom's covering up half my face and um, and my mic and everything. I'm going to have to work on that. When you lean into the mic, we can see it from, like, here up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, I got a question. All right, go ahead. Uh, in the right-hand corner of my screen, I see your book. Is that product placement? 
That is product placement, and the son of a bitch hadn't paid me a dime for it, but I'm going to let it slide this year. <laughs> I've seen that in the corner, and I went, oh, boy, that's product placement. <laughs> well, see, hey, I... Michael. Hey, Michael, when you ask questions live, it's uh, 
I kind of have copyright my name. Well, I mean, you, don't, you don't really copyright your name, but you can do a name search in the state of North Carolina and see if – or what state are you in? You said North Carolina or South Carolina? You're in South Carolina, right? South Carolina. Yeah, okay. South Carolina. If you, if you pull up a and do a name search on the South Carolina government website, which shouldn't be shut down because it's not federal, that will tell you if the name is in use in your state. And you can use the name. Um, I wouldn't worry unless you're going to name it Coca-Cola hot dogs or something. Um, <clears throat> you know, you'd have to be Home Depot dogs or something like that to create yourself some major problems. But if you're just going to name it's it Hambone dogs, Hambone, Hambone dogs, I like that. Um, I would something like that. I would um, go to. I'd go to your state website and see if they 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 will have a search feature to see yep. if the name's in use, and then you use the name. You can also Google it on Google. Just Google it straight on Google, and how many hits you come up with that name. Good idea. Can I Google it on Bing? No, you can't Google on Bing, but you can Bing it on Google. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, there's several ways I'd be able to check it out and find that name, or if there's any. Well, I don't think there'd be any troubles with it, but, you know, this child with a nickname, Tampon. Another place to go. I'm going to type it in. Uh, oh, my goodness. Huh? The other easy way to check to see if it's being used is, is go to GoDaddy and type it in dot .com. You know, hand okay. and, and see if it's available. Yeah, that won't take a couple seconds of time. That's a real good idea, Jason. And I wouldn't use it because obviously somebody's got it. And, you know, if you really wanted to at that point, you could go to whois.com and look up who owns that site, who owns that domain. Whois.com? Whois.com will tell you the site owner's name unless they're privately registered. I ain't got my yellow pad out, but I got a little small white one. Well, I'll try to put this in the show notes as well, so you can go back over to the blog and look it up. Um, and and you can you can write almost as good on a white pad as you can a yellow. It won't last as long, but um, yeah. but okay. I ain't but three by five. I'll forgive you. And I'm on my third one now. <laughs> well. I um I appreciate you calling in. Did you have anything else for us? Oh yeah, one more question. Since you just mentioned the cigarettes and smoking, and uh, do you smoke while you're working? No, I don't. I will leave the cart and go away from the cart and smoke. And I, if I have an apron on, I'll take the apron off so that I don't look like I work there. Okay. And also, if someone comes up in your car and is smoking, what would do you say or do? Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me a bit. I just don't want them, you know, leaning over the cart or you know, which they shouldn't be anyway. But um, they're not around my food stuff to begin with. So I've never had that issue. But I guess if they were hunkered over your cart or something, you'd have to say, say, hey, you know, um, you know, I charge by the second um, if you're leaning on the cart. Um, 
but I don't. I, other than that, I don't think it'd be a problem. I've had them come up to the car, you know, with a cigarette in hand and blowing smoke out. And I'm pretty quick to tell you, yo, I don't smoke. Get over there, finish that, come back and order. Yeah. What well, other thing, I didn't get all that. Say that again. If you walk away from your car, you, you need to, when you go back, you need to wash your hands. Anytime you use a cell phone or a computer or anything like that, by health department rules, you're actually supposed to wash your hands. Unless you dig through the garbage or something to find out if crab cakes have eggs in them, then it doesn't matter. You can use the same glove. Well, you know, because you're only going to pick up one of those chicken fingers that's been sitting in the sun. So, you know, the sun moves the rays and it kills germs and everything. So, you know, by proxy, it kills the germs on your glove. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of glove, is there any particular brand that is made especially just for this? Or, like, I use, like, nitro gloves, or you have to use the plastic powder-free, nitro powder-free? cheap, cheap. Um, 500 of them, I think it is, for four or five bucks. You can get them at Staples. You can get them at um, any of the food supply places. Sam's has them. Costco has them. And it's a big box of them. They're cheap, crappy little gloves. They make your hands sweat. And But I take them off and change them all day long. Yeah, I use the... Uh, the ones that you get at Sam's that are loose fitting, yep. not yep. the ones that are tight fitting, because that way you can come out of them real quick. Exactly. And I change gloves on every customer. They cost about a, I think a half a cent a piece. You're making your customers wear the gloves? No, me. I like that. <laughs> if you got five people in front of you want a hot dog, you put on five different uh, pairs of gloves. If I touch money, I change gloves. But see, I don't. Okay, I guess you did. Yeah, money is nasty. One <laughs> hand, and I take money with the other hand, and and if I've got five people in a row, I may, um, I may make them sit it down on the cart, the money, and then I'll fix their dog, and then I'll pull out change, then I'll take their money and put it up, um, but I keep my one hand pretty free. Now, if I go over to the sink and wash my hands or I need to take the glove off, I just re-glove. But I only glove one hand. I don't glove both. I I glove both. I'm a double. <laughs> I only glove the one I love. I can almost switch hands without missing. <laughs> hey, I think it's like a glove. Oh, my goodness, but We know where you were going with it. Hey, I'm sorry. But I actually do, seriously, even when I have people in line, and, and this has actually happened, I've had uh, a lady was in line, she was about three light, or three people deep, and, she, and I changed gloves on the first two people, and she got up to the cart, and she looked at me, and she said, thank you for changing gloves. And I went, okay. <laughs> but they people will, will watch what oh, you're doing, absolutely. and they will notice those things. And if they at all have worked in food service, they definitely notice. My wife notices more than I notice, but I think it's crucial to be as clean, even if it's redundant. If I do a couple dogs and I get mustard on one on my glove, I will throw the glove away and start over because I don't want to look grimy and gross. 
You don't just lick it off and wipe your hand on that dirty rag? Well, I lick it off, and then I pull the glove off. But Ah, uh, okay. And then sanitize the glove and then put it well, back on. You should have slid your finger down the roll, you know? There's your mustard, buddy. That was me to pay two bucks a dog. <laughs> like that cart we saw last week with that mustard dipper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were doing it last week, and I thought that was, I agree with you, man. That don't seem sanitary. No. I, I, I've seen it, and that when Jason told me what it was, I remember seeing a movie where the guy had that thing and stuck it in there and just wiped it down the bun, it um gross. I mean, you just will stick your fingers in yeah. there. Yeah, you've been out here all day. just dipping on other dogs' buns. Yeah. Yeah. When you switch uh, buns, you need to re-glove. <laughs> <laughs> and then switch both gloves because you may have rebounded. <laughs> oh man, did you, um, did, Jason? Did you read my news? My, not my newsletter, but my little email I sent out today. Um, I, I had a guy call me, and he he told me he said, "Ben, I've been watching the show, and I just got to tell you, I had to quit watching it a few months back." And I said, "Well, why is that?" Well, it just you know it it got to where you can tell y'all make a lot of innuendos, and I'm talking like you know sex stuff and. And every now and then y'all cuss a little and, you know, and I, I said, you know, I, I hate that. And I'm sorry that you, you left the show for that. But, you know, do you ever watch like a movie or a show on TV? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, I'm, I asked him what the last movie he watched was. And he told me, and I know for a fact that's a rated R movie because it's got a lot of graphic stuff, which means they cuss and, you know, and. And I asked him if that movie offended him, and he said no. And I said, well, then why does this offend you? And I said, the problem with the the whole being offended over words and sounds that come out of people's mouth, you're basically saying, I'm offended, and I, um, I cannot control my emotions, and so I need you to do it for me. You know, And that's how I feel about it. If you can't control your emotions enough to go, you know, I'm being offended. I I just don't get it. But it's one of those things I apparently I pissed him off. Good thing I didn't answer that call. I was like, well god damn, I'm sorry. I should have gave him your number. <laughs> I should have gave him your number. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well. Just, you should have told him that look Jason doesn't curse anymore but he doesn't curse any less either <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not like we're just running just entirely on curse words and it, you know it's all if you go over to the UK and you say you know the F word nobody ruffle it doesn't ruffle anybody's feathers because it's not a common it's not in their vernacular but you say bloody. If you go over there and you say, um, oh, my gosh, that guy just ran into my bloody car. Well, you just pissed off some people. And it's funny how, you know, the the words and you know that we've picked that we call now words that are not good words. And you can't make these sounds out of your mouth because somebody's going to be offended. 
just ridiculous. Oh, get over it. Put on your big boy panties. Yeah, I'm with you. I There's a lot of other things to be worried about besides what we said. <laughs> Good thing there's more channels on the dial. That's right. Yeah. Well, I um, I'm glad you called in, and and we'll um, feel free to call back in any time. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, y'all wasting time. <laughs> well, y'all have huh? I said, you have a good week. You too. And uh, say good night, Gracie. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> I could barely hear him at times. Like, just yeah, barely. Yeah, when he first called in, I thought it was James on the cube. Oh, yeah. Um, Jimmy's dogs? Yep. The, it was just real quiet. I knew it was South Carolina, the 803, but... Um, I wonder if he didn't have the phone all the way up to his mouth or something, because he was fading in and out. Yeah, it was. That's probably all that talking Michael's doing. <laughs> all that cussing. You know, you know how them southern people are? That's right. Making all those innuendos. You don't have a southern accent, you keep on. I, I, for a minute there, I thought you meant the guy, somebody was going in his windows or something, huh? <laughs> You were talking about innuendo. I'm like, y'all make those innuendos. <laughs> we used to shoot people going in the window. <laughs> sometimes I leave the show and I want to go turn NASCAR on. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, I'm not, I was watching football until it got boring. Did you hear what he just, he just, he just downed us, um, us Southerners. <laughs> Get off the show and go watch NASCAR. <laughs> I'll go pour some sweet tea and watch NASCAR. <laughs> eat some mac and cheese and spam. <laughs> hey, Jason, you ever eat at Southern Cross? Nope. Go over there and eat. They got they get good sweet tea. <laughs> they really do. They're trying to be Southern, but they just ain't got it. It's hard. It's Can we hard. do a joke for the night, Ben? Yeah. I call her and it's no longer listening. Yeah. Along the lines of NASCAR. Why do uh why do NASCAR fans only have sex doggy style? Why? So they can both watch the race. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> now folks, if that offended you, I apologize. Email or send your uh Complaints on $100 bills to Doug's dogs in Georgia. <laughs> Make sure you put that $100 bill in there. I yep. want to buy me one of them tight-ass shirts. <laughs> to attention, Michael Wood. <laughs> oh, My phone's going to ring off. Well, hey, that was better than the Monica Lewinsky joke. Yeah, I agree. That's a, Yeah, I, I don't know. He said he quit three or four months ago. So, And you never know if they're... You know, if you're hearing the truth. So, anyway, guys, yeah, I appreciate y'all. in the closet or something. Yeah, I appreciate y'all and hope you um, come back next week. We'll be live on Sunday, this Sunday. So, um, come on back in same same place and different time, and we'll we'll start it. I think we start at eight thirty, isn't it, on Sundays? Uh, yeah, yeah. Same bad channel though, same different bad time. There you go. Y'all have a good one. 
This is Slick Willie Johnson from New York, and you'll be grooving live with the Hot Dog and Man on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.